What is up, guys? Good to be back. Mac Roski here. Uh, if you don't already know me, I don't know why you'd be listening to my podcast, but welcome anyways. Uh, I guess this is another episode of Evolution and Integration, but really, this is just a catch-up episode. Um, I haven't really produced a podcast in a while. I haven't been very vocal on uh, Instagram or TikTok or anything like that other than my epic coffee chat with Matt's that I posted a couple weeks ago. Excuse me. Oh, did some hoppy earlier up my nose and uh, might be a little clogged. But um, yeah, I haven't been really posting that much. Uh, I've been going through a little bit of a transformational phase. Uh, kind of, I don't know if it's forced for transformation, uh, but I've had some big changes in my life, right? And that has caused me thus to really change uh, my habits, the things that I'm doing, places that I'm living, the people that I'm surrounded with and spending my time with. So lots of things to catch you guys up on, and that's what this podcast is going to be about. Uh, So welcome. Uh, Yeah, there's. I'm really uh, looking forward to, number one, expressing myself in this format, uh, getting this stuff kind of off my chest. I don't even know if that's the right way to do it, but just talking about it and I've talked about it with many people before, but uh, I really enjoy having these long-form kind of conversations. Uh, I guess I'm just having a conversation with myself, but I am kind of viewing it. I'm looking at the webcam right now, uh, imagining my my deepest friends and followers and uh, fans watching this and listening to this. Uh, so you can check this out on the podcast. You can check this out on YouTube. Realistically, I'm not going to do anything crazy on the YouTube channel side, but if you want to watch, more than happy to. Okay, so uh, what's been going on? Guys, it's been pretty wild. Uh, Okay, so I've I've had some big changes in my life. Number one has been that uh, I broke up uh, with Shannon. Uh, Shannon has been my girlfriend uh, we actually just had our third year anniversary and broke up shortly after that. Um, been living with her for probably two and a half years now, and she was the love of my life. And I spent pretty much all my time with her. And yeah, uh, you know, I don't really, you know, I guess I'll dive into as much as I, um, as much as I want to, as we talk throughout this, as I talk throughout this, but yeah, man, um, it's been tough. Uh, when you spend so much time with somebody, when you live with them and you know, you say, Hey, you know, I, I don't think this is moving the way, moving forward in the way I want it to go. Um, yeah, it was, it was really stressful and I don't want to dive too much into the details, but, uh, our intimate life wasn't working out the way that I would have liked it to. I think I think both of us felt that way. Uh, it was something that I brought up a while back, and we were trying to do some work on it. And you know, I had some important people in my life just kind of be like, "Hey, how's it going?" And after having some honest questions with myself, or honest conversations with myself and others. 
you know, someone asked me, do you want to marry her? And I'm like, I don't think so. And that's a massive red flag. Um, and it wasn't like it was as simple as that. This was something I thought about many, many, many times and took up a lot of my mental headspace. Um, it really took a toll on my emotional well-being. And I can honestly say that, uh, yeah, it was the first time that I think I've actually ever been depressed. Um, it wasn't anything major. It wasn't, uh, that's actually not true. Um, I kind of like the way some, I don't know who said this, but like the worst thing that's ever happened to you is the worst thing that's ever happened to you. So it was the most depressed I've ever been, um, compared to relative to what other people experience. It really wasn't that much, but it was a lot to me. Um, not to say that I wasn't enjoying my time with her in the end. Uh, but it just, you know, I didn't think that it was meant to be for the rest of my life. And and thinking about it in that manner scared me. And I didn't like it. And I didn't uh, because, you know, I'm not some, I don't have tons of money in the bank. It was really stressful for me to think about what am I going to do with my apartment? Are we going to break our lease? Because I'm going to have to waste a decent amount of money in breaking that lease. Where am I going to live? Am I going to stay in Charleston? What am I going to do? Um, so this was a very big question I had to ask myself and um, you know number one like it's been tough I you know I, I miss Shannon she's an awesome woman she's incredible empathetic communicative works on herself loving and just an overall awesome person. I mean, she was a vegetarian when I met her and now she eats raw beef liver in the morning and takes pills that have cow ovaries in them, right? And meditates, does breath work. Uh, she's amazing. And yeah, I don't, I don't need to, I don't need to go into all that. Um, a little more personal than I would like, but uh, yeah, I wish her the best. I want to be friends with her. Um, I don't know where that's going to go, but here we are. So I am currently in my apartment by myself. Um, and a catalyst to making that decision was that I am going to be moving to Austin, Texas, uh, coming up in, I believe 15 days now. It's kind of when the process starts. Uh, I'll be there at the end of June. I'll be living south of Austin. And the reason for that is because... Uh, I have, I'm going to be opening up a ancestral health center called the compound with my boss, Brian Sanders, who runs the food lies account on Instagram. He is also the host of the peak human podcast. Uh, and that is how I kind of found him. So to dive deep into, um, you know, like how this all started, I've been listening to Brian for probably about two plus almost three years now. Uh, yeah, definitely three years, maybe even more than that. Uh, I remember, well, it was probably when I was living in Midtown. So probably, no, I don't know. Okay, it doesn't matter. Uh, but he is really smart and he's very well connected and has some of the best conversations that I hear around nutrition and very, I guess, unbiased. Everyone has their own biases, but he really gets people from all over the place while also still engaging his own um, kind of sapien lifestyle. 
around nutrition, which is something that I really am vibe with. And he also has a company that I knew about beforehand called Nose to Tail. Uh, they slash we, I'll kind of talk about it as a we because I work there now. We uh, specialize in giving people nutrient-dense whole foods. We kind of have three different parts of our business. And this is always expanding, but uh, we partner with ranchers in Lubbock, Texas that raise beef, bison, lamb, pork, and chicken regeneratively. And we ship, we get that meat processed, and we ship it out all over the U.S. A lot of people always ask me, what is regenerative agriculture? This is uh, essentially the best of the best in terms of working with the land, if you can imagine, um, not every farm is like this. It doesn't have to be like this to be regenerative and be great to the animals. But if you can imagine like what you think of a farm like back in the day um, with kind of chickens and goats and sheep and cows and a mix of everything uh, with a happy farmer and, you know, working on the land. But regenerative means that it is opposed to monocropping and modern agriculture that robs the soil, the land, the surrounding ecosystem of its life, right? Uh, as opposed to that, regenerative brings the ecosystem back to its natural status. It revives, like the heart of an ecosystem is through the soil. It uh, cares for the bacteria and the mycorrhizomes in the soil. It lets the animals, all animals, not just the animals we're raising, eating, slaughtering, and shipping out, but also the birds, the insects, the rodents, the snakes, uh, everything around that ecosystem. It allows them to kind of play itself out, and it's more of a game of working with nature and figuring out, okay, how can we plant some cover crops? How can we, you know work with the streams around us and trying to limit the inputs to it of rodenticides, fertilizers, all this nasty stuff that ends up getting into your food and in your animals and then making the ecosystem better off than it was before. Uh, a lot of people that practice regenerative agriculture actually uh, improve their yields, uh, less inputs, less money into it and the the soil, the ecosystem gets better afterwards and that's you know, it's kind of hard to like monetize, but it's like, man, we took this barren wasteland and now the animals are coming back. The birds are coming back. There's snakes around us. There's rodents around us. Look at the soil. It holds more water. It holds more carbon. And that's a really big one. Uh, a lot of people like to shit on uh, meat, animal husbandry and producing meat because it, it produces all this carbon. That's a very nuanced topic. Uh, not, I mean, not kind of dive into it today. But when you use regenerative agriculture, uh, the soil, it's called carbon capture of the soil. The soil will actually take in carbon and we actually remove it from the air. And it's a net, it's a net negative, right? So there's actually less in, in the ecosystem. It's sinking into the soil uh, that then stays there. And that's the way things are naturally made to work. Okay, so that's nose tail. That's the regenerative agriculture part. Uh, we also make body care products. Uh, we have a few more really cool ones coming out soon. I guess I can talk about them on here. It's not like this thing is getting that much attention. But uh, our staple is skin food. This, guys, oh my God. If I could give one product to everybody that we own, skin food is the best. It is, all of our body care products come are made from beef tallow. Essentially what this is, is rendered down beef fat, uh, sp especially suet, which is um, the fat kind of around the kidneys and the organs. Uh, that has is very, very dense in bioavailable micronutrients and fat-soluble vitamins. Uh, that we call it skin food because it's literally food for your skin. 
the way you can think about this, we use a lot of why beef tallow is so important is because it lines up with our operating system, right? Plants are so divergent from us. It's not to say that we can't use plant-based compounds. We do in our, in our products. Um, our, our skin food is made of beef tallow, jojoba oil, uh, coconut oil maybe, right? Some of them have coconut. Some of them have avocado oil in them and some essential oils as well. But the bulk of it is beef tallow because it has all the nutrition that links up with iOS, right? Imagine, uh, imagine, imagine the plant compounds are kind of Android, right? We have to, we have to kind of cross them over. And in that crossover, we definitely lose some stuff and we definitely have to use, um, you know, to, to, to cross over the plants into the animal realm of metabolism, we definitely lose some resources in that too. Not to get on that, but the skin food, absolutely incredible. Uh, comes in a four ounce jar. We have four different flavors. Uh, they're named after uh, places around the world inspired by the essential oils we use. It's like a moisturizer. You don't really have to use that much. I use it on my face. I use it on my body after I get some sun. It is amazing. It is incredible. It definitely is a little bit pricey, but you don't have to use a ton when you use it. So it's definitely kind of goes all over the place. And God, I freaking women, you spend so much money on body care stuff. Like you can spend some money on this and it'll last you longer and it'll give you better results than you never had. We also make lip balm. Absolutely delicious. Again, with a beef tallow base, we make soaps. Oh, the soaps are pretty damn good. They smell amazing too, especially sachetes. Um, Okay, and then we're also coming out our new products with a deodorant, a men's hair styler, and a women's leave-in conditioner. So more stuff to come on that. Uh, kind of working through the kinks of processing. Excuse me one second. Coffee break. Okay, that's the number two pillar of the business. And then we also make the best South African dried meats. Okay, so... A lot of people don't know this, but um, jerky products and beef jerky, a lot of them have a ton of inputs into them. A lot of them are, uh, you know, kind of, they're not dried. Oh, what they're, they're um, whatever, it doesn't matter. They're cured. They're cured, rather, which can have a lot of weird stuff in it in the processing. Cool. We're not going to do that. We're going to do it like the South Africans on the plateaus, the dry plateaus, have been doing it for hundreds of years. That's why we teamed up with a team in Stormburg, North Carolina, that has people that are from South Africa, that their ancestors, their fathers, their grandfathers grew up on cattle ranches, and they would make this air-dried meat. Uh, so we have two different products, Biltong and Drovors, Drovors, right? D-R-O, um, spell the W, but it's a V-O-R-S. And we have different flavors of that, traditional, smokehouse, peri peri, uh, which is a spicy flavor. And then we also have livervores, which is our drovor sausage um, made with liver in it, if you like that, if you're fancy the liver. Um, yeah, so it's really cool. They're very simple, grass-fed, grass-finished meat, uh, very minimalist uh, spices, and, and like realistically, we don't use anything. And they just air dry it. They create a climate that uh, in like these little containers that match the climate of South Africa. They let it dry out for a couple of days, and it is phenomenal. It is so good. Uh, I've been giving it to a lot of my friends and my family when I was back home, <clears throat> and people on the golf course, my dad, uh, and everybody loves it. Everybody wants to buy some. It's not, it's ex so for me, it's always like, God, this stuff is so expensive compared to like the chuck roast I can buy at the store. But it's like, yeah, but it's also, you know, if you compare it to beef jerky, 
it's just the same price. Like if you go to like the store and buy shit beef jerky, not even like good grass fed, grass finished meat beef jerky, it's still the same price. So um, definitely snag that. That's amazing. The biltong is more of like smaller, flakier pieces. Uh, some people like that. It's a little bit messy because it kind of comes in tiny pieces. I prefer the drovors, um, but I also eat it really quickly, but it's also delicious, which is kind of like a, uh, a primal Slim Jim. We'll put it as that. Uh, and, you know, Slim Jims suck. This, the Drovors is delicious. So that's our three products. This is nose to tail. Regenerative meat, body care products, and air dried meat. Uh, we're going to have some more stuff coming soon, but less, less to do about that. Um, and let's just make sure... Uh, this is, yeah, this is all good. Cool. We're still recording. That would have been bad if I wasn't recording. Um, I hate watching myself whenever I'm talking on video. Okay, so Brian put out an ad in February and said, hey, I need an assistant. You're going to, I need to do X, Y, and Z. And I was like, man, that sounds great. This literally sounds exactly what I've been trying to manifest. Kind of getting a, a part-time job that I can do remotely uh, that aligns with stuff that I'm aligned with. And I applied. And I was like, oh, God, like, my resume is weird. Like, this this resume, like, this doesn't capture who I am. It doesn't capture all my special abilities and why I'm perfect for this job. So I sent him my resume, and I just sent him a little email and said, hey, hey, Brian, this is my resume. Uh, I don't think this really does a great job at explaining what I am. Here's a 10-minute video of me explaining why you should hire me. And I just sent him a video and just was open and honest, and I just, like, didn't even plan it, sat down just like this and just recorded myself. And... He called me like literally later that day and was like, yo, dude, uh, I love this. We talked for like two hours and it was mind boggling because I was like, oh my God, this is Brian Sanders. This is this guy I've listened to literally for like three years and now I'm talking with him. This is insane. Uh, and he was like, yeah, well, I wouldn't, you know, he interviewed other people, but eventually he ended up coming back with me and I've been working there ever since. So what do I do at Nose Tail? I am the only employee. I run the business. Uh, Brian essentially makes all the big decisions, runs all the capital and, you know, kind of oversees some of like, Hey, if we need to spend $10,000, I'm not going to do it. Brian's going to do it. Uh, but yeah, so I run all the inventory. I do all the business business stuff. I manage kind of making sure that we have inventory and you know, who, what, what we need in certain places. I do all the customer support. I run our website, all the fun stuff to make nose to tail run. Uh, and then I also help Brian out with some of his creative work. I do some of his pod. I do all of his podcast show notes. Uh, I write a little for his blog and his newsletter, and that's going to be expanding soon. Also, okay, Matt. So all this is do I've been doing this for the past couple months, uh, and then I'm going to be moving to Austin to open up what we call the Compound. So this is an ancestral health center. What it is going to be is is going to be a social club for people. Uh, kind of like me and Brian that want a place to hang out uh, where we can do activities, play spike ball, sauna, cold plunge, work out a little bit, do some office work, buy some dope products from Nose to Tail and other local companies, which we're partnering with a um, one of Brian's friends called Kuva, a, a company called Kuva Local, which we're going to hook up uh, with a bunch of local kind of artisan goods and we're going to have them there. We're going to have a barbecue pit. We're going to have a nice big area where people can hang out, do all the fun stuff. We're going to have food trucks. We're going to be hosting events. It is going to be phenomenal. Uh, so I'm really excited for that. I'm going to help him opening that up as well. Yeah, so that is Nose to Tail and the Compound, and that is why I am moving to Austin. 
I also am fucking amped to be in Austin because uh, not that I don't love all my Charleston peeps if you're listening to this, but I have some really good friends in Austin and I'm extremely excited to uh, reconnect with them and just develop some more, you know, deeper relationships with that. And uh, yeah, I'm also excited to be in Texas because, let's scroll down here, I'm also excited to be in Texas because I love Texas. Uh, I read a book called Empire of the Summer Moon a while back, which is about the Comanches and Texas and uh, kind of the settling of Texas and all the issues that they face there and about the land and the geography and the history of it. And I'm fascinated with it. And I'm going to be going to live in a Comancheria. I'm going to go up to Lubbock, Texas. I'm going to visit our ranches. I'm going to get some cowboy boots, cowboy hat. I'm going to ride some horses, which I'm a little scared about, but I'm going to still ride some horses. Uh, I'm going to go hunt. It is going to be phenomenal. Uh, fun fact, though. So I was like, oh, man, I'm going to get so much more sun. This is going to be awesome. Like, I'm going to be so much closer to the equator. And it's only like 60 miles south of Charleston, uh, which if you are a northerner, which most of these most people listening are, uh, man, you guys got to move south. It's a different game down here. Yeah, it's a little hot. You get used to it. Get a pool. Uh, go to live near the ocean. I'm gonna miss the ocean though. That's that's uh, that's gonna be a big one. I'm definitely gonna miss Charleston. Um, uh, but uh, okay, yeah. Let's just talk about that because I feel like I need to bring that up. Yeah, man. Like I'm gonna miss it here. Uh, I went back home a little bit ago, and I went to Austin recently for my brother's bachelor party. And man, like Charleston is so beautiful. It's unlike any other place. Now, one thing I really don't like about it, but it is unique is it's, it's not really unique, I guess from places I'm used to is it's so flat. I mean, it's so flat. There's no hills here. The only time you ever get good views is when you're up on the bridges. Well, that's okay. It's not a bad thing. But, uh, my mom came down. So I, I was back home. Um, you know, I had to go back home for my brother's wedding. I was the best man in that. Congrats, Sean and Bree. Um, phenomenal wedding. Bree did an amazing job setting everything up. It was beautiful. Uh, yeah, it was, it was really a magical experience, and it was really fun. But I was back home for a little bit, and as Shan and I were break, you know, were breaking up, uh, it was tough to live in the same place. So I was like, I'm just, I'm gonna stay here. You know, number one, I haven't been home for an extended period of time. It would be great to be home and hang out with my friends for a long time, which was amazing. I got to golf. I got to see my um, all, most of my friends. I got to see my friend's kids um, that they just had or recently had, so that was awesome. Uh, spend time with friends and family. It, it was good. And then my mom ended up driving home back with me. Uh, she'd never been to Charleston. She'd never been here. She'd never visited me uh, because I lived here mostly during COVID, and she was not about to wear a mask on a, on a flight. Um so she never came and she was like, wow, I'm so pissed. I never came down here. It's beautiful. So we did all the fun touristy things, some things that I hadn't even done. Um, went to the beaches. We took a ferry, which was awesome. Drove under the Ravenel, or really, we didn't drive. We, I mean, I guess you do drive a boat. You do. So we drove a boat under the Ravenel, which was really cool during the day and at night. Uh, went out, had some beautiful dinners, lunches, and did all the stuff and relaxed on the beach and found this really cool uh sandbar really cool sandbar like 150 feet out that was like 10 football fields long it was really cool um okay so i'm gonna miss charleston um i'm gonna miss playing with my friend colin colin you're probably not listening to this but if you are i'm gonna kick your ass monday in tennis and i'm gonna miss you bud i really appreciate it he's actually from austin which is pretty cool so he's been uh giving me the deets on austin uh 
Okay. So that's been what's going on. Uh, I guess what is going on with me is I'm in this new place. I'm like, yeah, what am I doing with my time? Like, how am I spending this? And if I'm being honest with you, uh, over the break um, and since the breakup, I haven't been as like as aligned with what I want to do. And excuse me, hold on, water break. I haven't been as oh salty. I haven't been as as aligned as I've wanted to be. I, I've I've been staying up late. Uh, been playing a little bit more Xbox than I would like. I haven't been reading as much. I haven't been meditating or doing my breath work as much. I haven't been getting as much sunlight. I haven't been working out as much. And partly that's because I was living at home with my mom and I didn't have a gym membership. I didn't have a sauna time. Uh, I did get a decent amount of sunlight when I was there, but I just, you know, I was prioritizing other things and I don't think that's what I should have wanted to do, but it was an easy excuse to do. Um, yeah, and my sleep is still a little bit out of whack. I had a hockey game last night. I was up until like 1 a.m. <laughs> so I'm feeling it this morning. It's Man, I feel like I'm hungover almost. Uh, yeah, so diving back into stuff. I'm going to be sharing this all with you guys, my sunlight, my workouts. Um, and I'm going to be getting a little bit more creative and diving back into this creative side of me. Uh, it's so funny. I posted this video yesterday of my traditional like lunch which is uh some very yolky eggs some ground beef some maple syrup spices cheese and some sourdough and people were loving it and it's like man really like this is what people love and yeah so and i get this all the time with my food like people absolutely adore the food i make and it's (laughs) just it's always so funny like i'm just like really like this is what you guys want Give people what they want, and I enjoy cooking. It's like one of my favorite things to do. I'm actually uh, with one of my clients here in Charleston. Uh, I'm teaching how to him how to cook tomorrow. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go buy some food, use the food he's got, and I'm gonna teach him how to cook like six fucking banging meals, and we're gonna grub out. So that's gonna be a fun time. I'm glad that I can do that uh, with my clients and with people around me. Um, yeah, and. Yeah, and I've also been, so kind of rebounding now. I'm getting in the working out. I just didn't have a gym. So the work, I, I I didn't have a gym, which made it easy to be like, oh, I don't need to work out. I was playing a lot of sports. I was playing tennis with my mom, who is, my mom is, she's not that athletic. Sorry, mom, if you're listening to this. She doesn't work out a ton. She doesn't do any crazy activities. So naturally, your body will not be athletic at that point. And she was actually a state Champ, state champion right in high school in tennis so we went out and played some tennis and holy shit like you know if i gave her a really hard shot she couldn't get to it but dude she was whomping the ball on me and she went to serve it i was like holy shit you're serving it harder than i am and like better than i am so that was a fun experience um being active yeah so i'm gonna be getting back into things uh, i'm gonna be doing a lot more workouts get my sleep in get my meditation in uh, I'm going to be sharing a lot of this stuff. So if you made it this far, you obviously, number one, probably know me well, uh, and I appreciate you. Uh, I also, like, I wish I could tell who listens to my stuff. So if you made it this far, can you just, like, send me a message and be like, hey, I made it this far on your recent podcast episode. 
like hi i just would like to know who's listening um because i just enjoy it and i would like to uh for me it's very gratifying it it, it helps me get into the creative juices when i know people are getting an impact and people are benefiting from this so honestly like it will make my day if you just shoot me a message and be like hey i made it to the end of your you know your catch-up uh like i might call this thing like the catch-up or something whatever just just tell me you made it and that would be amazing we can have a conversation about something else and and catch back up because you took the fucking time to be i don't know how, how deep is this right now i am almost 30 minutes in to listen to me talk for 30 minutes maybe you got this sped up maybe it's only 25 minutes for you um, that's pretty magical and I really appreciate it. Uh, but also like I want to, I want to serve you guys. And if you took this time out of your day to listen to me and catch up with me, uh, what do you guys like, what do you want to see from me? Like, what can I post? Uh, no, like kind of two different ways. Number one, how can I serve you? What, what are you struggling with that you think I could help you with? Whether that's food, diet, um, hydration, books, meditation, uh, mindset, exercise, mobility, movement, sunlight, sunscreen, uh, you know, work-life balance, uh, deep work kind of mindsets around work, sleeping, whatever, video games. You want to play some Apex? Cool, let's do it. Uh, Fortnite? No build? <laughs> um, yeah, so if you need help, like, just ask and I'd be happy to hop on a call with you. Um, there is literally no pressure to be a client of mine or anything like that. I just want to help. And you're helping me because you're helping me get better and in my aspect of coaching. So you are like paying me just an experience. So I appreciate it. Um, and then on the other side, like, well, like, what do you want me to cover? What do you think it would be good for you? Like as someone who just experiences me, whether that's on social media, Instagram podcast, like, Hey Matt, like I feel like you're really good at like doing those exercise demos. Like I, I really enjoyed those and I think other people did. So you should do more of that. Like that's, um, you know, there's no wrong answer. And if you tell me something that I don't enjoy anymore, cool. Like I probably won't do it, but thank you. And maybe tell me something that I haven't really thought of. Like, Hey Matt, like, have you ever thought about like, do, like just filming you eating and like talking? Oh, you would like that? Yeah, man. Like I think those are, I think those are really cool and I I know people that just like enjoying that and I think it gives you something to do and you can talk about food. Oh. Well, that's easy. Okay, cool. So like if you got any ideas, send them my way, baby. Um text me, Instagram DM me. Uh yeah. That's that. So welcome back to the show, baby. We're going to be getting back on here with evolution and integration here coming up. Uh we're going to have some guests. If you have any people that you want me to talk with, please, random, even just like random people, if you want to be on here, cool, let's do it. I love having these things. So uh, that's the show, folks. Thanks for listening. Again, if you made it this far, please just let me know. Like, it makes my day. It makes my day. You want to make me happy? You want to make me happy? Send me a message, even if you're my mom. Thanks, mom. I appreciate it. Um, so, yeah, that's it, folks. It's uh, June 10th. It's a beautiful day out here. I'm going to go get some go get some meat in a little bit, go shop for my client, get some delicious food. I'm going to go work out, do all this stuff. I'm going to meditate in a little bit, and we're going to be having a blast. So that is all, folks. Thank you for listening, and uh, we will catch you on the next episode.